Hello, my name is Damien B. Donnelly and welcome to the second episode of my podcast, Eat the Storms. If this is your first time here, then thank you very much for joining us. And if this is your second time, then thank you so much for sticking around. The idea behind this podcast was for me to talk about the launch of my debut poetry collection, also entitled Eat the Storms, which comes from the Hedgehog Poetry Press on the 17th of September 2020. It's available to buy from my website www.dozyempoetry.com for signed copies or from Amazon. But as I realised how hard it is these days to get your voice out there while wisely being told to stay indoors, I now hope that this podcast can become a platform where I can also share the work of other poets and writers. And today I am delighted to be able to say that I have my very first guest, but more on that later. Let's kick off this show with a poem that opens the collection itself and paints the setting for the mood I was trying to capture for the entire collection. To be able to hold moments that are fleeting so as to have them later on to comfort our vulnerability. This poem is called Meditation Under the Yellow Sun. I wanted to draw the sound of the moon on a sun-drenched beach. Stripped down to white sand, white wave, white skin starved for affection. I wanted to draw the sound of that moon as the chaos of the current crashed upon the crowds clawing at each other below a spot of sunlight that burned them quicker than they could contemplate contentment while I sketched the white Light of the night, circling the circumference of day. I wanted to put onto paper that possibility of holding stillness while all else moved. Of leaning in to the moonlight melody while the daylight drowned out thought. Of being able to hold silence in a song. I wanted to draw the sound of the moon as the yellow sun stripped the sea from the sand. Okay, and before I read this second poem from the collection, I'm going to add a little backstory. All things take time. Like flowers to open, a a canvas to be coloured in, fragility to become a strength, anger to reveal itself as only fear. As a child, I thought my father was an angry man. A cold man cast in even sharper steel. We lived in the same house, but we did not exist in the same space of understanding. I spent my childhood trying to learn how to speak, to turn away from shyness, 
trying to figure out how to open the door on a closet in good old Catholic-controlled Dublin in the early 90s. And all the time it felt like he had been trying his best to turn in and to bring those around him down into his own darkness. All things take time, like understanding. At 45, I now see the truth a little more clearly, with distance wiping away all the chatter of other people's opinion, and I see him now as a man who had not been thought the words to love or the ability to appreciate the beauty he had around him. But at the time, I didn't know it was possible to walk into the darkness instead of climbing out of it. I hadn't learned at the time just what it takes to survive. This poem is called Tattered Brown Trousers. Father ate all the flowers in the back garden because he couldn't swallow the promise of happiness blooming within the home he couldn't find his root within. Father left all the flowers in the front garden, too proud for others to see him pulling from the soil everything he needed help with, but had never been thought the words for. Father liked to laugh first when others lost so no one could hear his own loss tearing at him. Like weeds twisting behind the restraints he wore, like his inside-out jumpers and tattered brown trousers he thought no one could see through. Father ate all the flowers in the shadows of the back garden and choked on a laugh that no one understood. And now, moving away for a while from the collection Eat the Storms, this next poem is one of two poems of mine currently featured in the first issue of the Famidan Journal, a new online literary magazine featuring poetry, prose and opinion pieces that dropped last Tuesday on the 8th of September and can be found on Twitter and Instagram. So please take a moment and check out their inaugural issue. This poem, I guess, stems from the past 25 years of learning and travelling. I've lived in Paris, London, Amsterdam, Paris again, and finally back to the hometown of Dublin. And in that time, I've discovered how easier it is to travel light, not only in terms of baggage, but also in terms of the jewellery that lovers place on us, thinking it will make us stay longer regardless. The last line of this poem stems from a comment a French colleague of mine while living in Amsterdam said to me once as I cut the lettuce with a knife and fork on my plate while we had lunch together. This poem is called Tips for Less Cleaning Up. 
I saw a jellyfish once, just beyond the tide. A tick away from time's reach where it couldn't sting. On the same beach once, though years later, as we dipped our desires below the moonlight, I lost your ring. A week later I found your sting was laying in other beds. I thought love was less abundant then, before I left. Before I found Paris and perished slightly under its pretensions, though I never shivered at the time or in the water. Not that time with the jellyfish or later, when that base metal that would never become gold freed itself from my finger. I cast you all off later, after, when Paris passed and I set off to chase bland blonde hairs through the dunes the Dutch had recalled from the sea. I agree that I have worn many rings since then, but not one of them have drowned me. I always pick one size bigger, so it slips off without leaving too much of a mark. That's why I like salads, chopped lettuce, some pulses and a breast of chicken. They don't take much cleaning up afterwards. However, the French, as a rule, never cut through salad on their plate in public. Okay, the final poem of this section is another poem I wrote during lockdown, inspired by a Twitter poetry prompt from the Cove Readers and Writers Group, that's C-O-B-H, who you can find online and whose aim is to celebrate and promote writing on this island of Ireland. And they also usually have an annual literary festival. For months during the uncertain days of lockdown and being kept indoors, the Cove team, manned by Irish sailor, poet and mayo blow-in Rory DeBarra, kept us on our toes by giving us five words every day we had to use within one poem. This is one of those poems. This is called The Desert Where We Drowned the Dance. Guttural Pertaining to a particular sound at the back of the mouth there, in that spot not quite reachable, still quite parched. Water, to sprinkle, to moisten. I do this to quench a longing I can't reach. Though I cannot hold this liquid, just like I couldn't retain the lips that once kissed this neck, here, where throat was left parched. Energetic, possessing or exhibiting energy in abundance, like I had before your truths got twisted. 
before all your charming turned into that drouth which buried us while you left me guttural Well, this is a very special day here at Eat the Storms, as today I have my very first guest. Belfast poet Gaynor Kane only started writing a few years ago, but already has two collections to her name, both from the Hedgehog Poetry Press. The first was Memory Forest, a collection of poems focusing on legacy, on what will be thought about us afterwards, released in 2019. And the second, out just this week, and available to buy from her website www.gaynorkane.com, that's G-A-Y-N-O-R-K-A-N-E, is called Venus in Pink Marble, a tour de force in three sections sharing ancestral, personal and cultural poems. Before Gaynor joins us, I'm going to read two short poems from this new collection. This poem is called Birthmark by Gaynor Kane. How did a strand of your genes break off to become part of me? The pull cord, the celebratory party popper, Multicoloured paper spirals defying gravity. And both of us with a single freckle on our little toe. And this poem is called Demolition by Gaynor Kane. In black and white. Back arched. Eyes down. He strongman poses at the weakest point of the bridge. Tip toes on keystone like a marble god in combats. Biceps bulging, conjuring destruction. Sledgehammer set to thrust it out. Send it crumbling into deep darkness. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Eat the Storms, Gaynor Kane. Hello listeners. Hi Damien. Thank you for inviting me to join you on your podcast today. Firstly, I'd like to begin by wishing you congratulations on your forthcoming publication from the Hedgehog Poetry Press. Eat the Storms. It is such a fantastic collection of poetry. I'm sure all your listeners will be rushing out to buy a copy. And I can guarantee that they won't be disappointed by it. Today I'm going to read a couple of poems. The first is from my new and full collection called Venus in Pink Marble. The poem was inspired by a conversation I had with Mark Davidson at Hedgehog Poetry Press. And I really owe so much to Mark. Without him, I don't think I would be where I am today. I think it's it's been a life-changing experience. Um, Working with the Hedgehog Poetry Press and Mark is just a delight. He is so funny 
and such a nice person. And when I was waiting for the delivery of my last um, collection, I had this awful dream. And I had a chat with Mark about it and the conversation that took place inspired this poem. Paper Boats for Mark Davidson They were fragile, translucent, folded edges crisp and straight. His hulls held her poems, words of love, loss and grief, their weight made immense by the tremble of his hand. Crouched at water's edge, sand shifting beneath his feet, he fed them to the sea, placed on the apex of waves to float out fast. He looked across the grey expanse to where she lay sleeping deep, dreaming of patterned pages, embossed serpents' tongues. Off they tugged on morning moontide. He wished them safe passage, but did not see his red ink bleeding on rice paper dissolving before they reached the skyline. Before I read my second poem, I just want to take a moment to thank you, Damien, for all your technical expertise this week. You've been a great help passing on your, your knowledge about how to do things in the days where launches have to take place online. And we had a couple of hours yesterday, which was great fun, <laughs> while we... Um, shot a video to launch Venus in Pink Marble and we've called that Venus Eats the Storms. I hope anyone who watches it has as much fun doing so as we did recording it. It was hilarious in parts. You may have cut those bits out but um, <laughs> watch out for the bloopers. Um, so I, I, I owe you a lot um, Damien, you've been great this week. Such a support. Now, for the second poem. I spent the weekend down in Fermanagh at Lower Loch Erne, and there was an abundance of wildlife, in particular birds. And it reminded me of a great day out I had with my niece and nephew. A couple of springs ago, we went to the Castle SB Wildlife and Wetland Centre. This is Springbank Holiday. We travelled far from city noise to wide skies, woods, wetland and a lapping lock shore. Lego birds had been the bribe. Leaving Minecraft in the boot, we time-travelled from plastic blocks to the killin' where men had fired clay bricks. Further back in the Cranog's rusty roundhouse, we stroked hand-daubed clay walls. Posed for pictures with brick birds, but spent more time feeding the living 
adding new naming words, researching migration paths, becoming birders. Pinched your mouth on finding a yolk-stained shell outside the coop. Drifting off homeward bound with shovelers, shell ducks, red shanks flying around your head. Best day out ever, you said. Until the next one. Ladies and gentlemen, what can I say? That was our very first guest here on Eat the Storms, Gaynor Kane. And it is true that we did spend about 25 hours one afternoon this week recording our show for Friday night, which goes out at 7.30 on Facebook. And it's called Venus Eats the Storms. This is a celebration of the launch of Gaynor's latest collection, Venus in Pink Marble. And there will be bloopers. Actually, I edited them down last night from mm, two hours to about two minutes and I've only just stopped laughing. There was even a reference to Shades of Grey in a poetry podcast. <sighs> Be still the blushes. Anyway, Venus in Pink Marble, which occasionally falls off the bookshelf, is published by the Hedgehog Poetry Press and available to buy from her website to www.gaynorkane.com. That's G-A-Y-N-O-R-K-A-N-E. It is a beautiful collection that brings the universal into personal while commenting on the political and cultural landscape of our times. Gaynor, thank you so much for joining me today. Okay, we are coming to the end of today's show and so I'm going to return now to my collection Eat the Storms, also published by the Hedgehog Poetry Press and available from my website doziempopoetry.com. Details on that spelling below. This poem is called Catch Colour and reminds us to embrace the temporary as everything is fleeting. And perhaps it would be better to measure happiness by the height it reaches and not by the length of time it stays around. This is Catch Colour. The sun sets and rises. And in between we catch the kisses that come upon the current. Though the continent is not ours to conquer. Tides come and go, touch is temporary, flesh is polished pink below the sky but falls like sands in the glass that hoards the hours, like clouds that can never be caged. The sun sets and we blaze orange blossoms into the passing nights. The night's gale calls of connections in the passing. Passion is precious until it too passes. The sun rises and falls. Catch light. Catch the fire before it drowns on the water. Catch the colours to paint the coming of the grey. To keep afloat until the next kiss. 
catch color. Catch kisses before the sun sets. Let worry waste upon the wave. Tomorrow's light will be blue enough. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, men and women, non-conformers and non-believers, gender X and gender equals, we have just reached the end of the second episode of Eat the Storms. A huge thank you to you all for listening in, for the much appreciated feedback that added a bright blush to these cheeks after the first episode. And of course, enormous thanks to my publisher, Mark Davidson from the Hedgehog Poetry Press, to the Famidan Journal, who dropped their first issue this week. Go check them out on Twitter. And of course, to our glorious first guest, today's artist, Gaynor Kane. This has been Damien B. Donnelly, and you've been listening to Eat the Storms, and we will be back. So, in the meantime, please be good, be warm, be safe, and stay bloody poetic. <laughs>